Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Time now for the Balloon Party on the Tim McKernan Podcast. Presented by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers on 101 ESPN. Yes, yes. Welcome in. It is Munganass presentation of Balloon Party on 101 ESPN, St. Louis Acura.com and AltonToyota.com. Timothy Michael McKernan and Action Jackson with you on the program, a program that solicits your involvement. And are we giving things away again, Jackson? Oh, we are not. Oh, sorry. <laughs> no, it's, I, I should have relayed that message to you before the show, but I am, of course, not good at my job. Right. No, I, I understand that, and I'm sure people will want to text in to agree with that. If you would like to, 314-399-9646, Air Comfort Service text line, and that is how you can get involved on this uh, on this program anytime you would like, 314 314- Three nine 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 six four six. We have an hour here on the program, and it is Friday. I am broadcasting from Jupiter, Florida. Cardinals in action here, getting underway in about uh, oh, I would say an hour or so. Uh, and uh, what you can find there, two hours. Uh, Jordan Walker leading off for the Cardinals. Yeah, as they talk, take on the uh, the Marlins today uh, action jackson you on a friday have a tradition though and it's called the little piddles six shooter pew 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 let me uh fire up the six year i got it up right here and right now it's a tradition like no other Friday, it's gonna lead you into the weekend real nice like here we go so i'm gonna preface this by saying early baseball small sample size theater is Adam Wainwright a concern heading into the season? We saw him struggle towards the tail end of last season. Yesterday, he was absolutely shelled with multiple batters crushing his pitches. Now, can I? Can I? Can I call? I, got, I have two timeouts left. If I call one here, right? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yesterday's Sports Center update to me was Costas esque. Mm-hmm. But but the delivery right now for what is your signature, the the the, the little piddles Friday six shooter is to you what what you talk about, Mr. D, was to Gary Coleman on different strokes. And so here you are performing. It's like if you went to a Tone Loke show, you want to see Tone Loke do wild thing. Maybe you want to see Funky Cold Medina. I don't know. But either way, when you tune in to 101 ESPN at 10 o'clock on a Friday, you want to hear the Little Piddles Friday Six Shooter. And I feel like the delivery that we got in the Sports Center update was so L.A., New York caliber, and the delivery we're getting right now for the six-shooter, it seems like you're just going through the motions. And I just have to ask on behalf of the audience, which I'm sure is concerned, what's wrong with you? Nothing's wrong. Uh, I just turned the mic off for a second to clear my throat, so now I feel a lot better. And I appreciate you uh, holding me to a, a higher standard because I want to yeah, hold I myself. Yeah, I think the bar is so high on this thank show. You. No, thank you, thank you. And I want to hold myself to a higher standard, so I appreciate 
uh, the honest words. You know what I'm going to do, Tim? I'm going to start over. Here we go. Oh, wow. Okay. So I've already prefaced it. Is Adam Wainwright a concern heading into the season? We saw him struggle nice. towards the tail really end nice. of last season, oh, into the, you know, wasn't serious. in the playoffs. And yesterday, he was shelled multiple batters, just absolutely crushing his pitches. What is your concern level for old Uncle Charlie? Well, it's, uh, it's real because it carries over from last year. And the biggest concern is the velocity. And I would imagine uh, it, inside the Cardinal offices, that's something that you can't ignore. Uh, giving up a billion runs in a spring training game, or even somebody going 0 for 15 for the first couple of uh, spring training weeks. I don't think that's necessarily cause for alarm because oftentimes, uh, specifically even with pitchers, but perhaps with hitters who might be focused on trying to work on going in opposite field or something along those lines, people are working on things because the results don't matter. But velocity, that doesn't necessarily make much sense And then furthermore, to add to it last year, the way things ended, uh, certainly was a concern. Adam Wainwright came out and explained why, but the velocity, uh, that is something that stands out to me. So it is, in addition to, say, being excited about Jordan Walker, who, as I said, is leading off today uh, against the Marlins, the situation with Mason Wynn, which gets people fired up and any other exciting storylines, you also have to be paying attention to Adam Wainwright. And also Jackson, this, this rotation is leveraged. It doesn't have depth. And so a guy that I think you would consider to be one you can rely on, or at least think you can rely on um, out of the gate. Yeah. It's something, it's something that, that I will absolutely be keeping an eye on. I'm certain the Cardinals are keeping an eye on it. And I would imagine a lot of fans are as well, even if otherwise they probably wouldn't be paying all that much attention to a star. For example, Matthew Libertor a couple days ago had six up, six down. I wasn't going, okay, well maybe the Cardinals have their Alcantara back. You know, that's Mm -hmm. not how I view it. It's, it's spring training because of Wainwright's circumstances last year and the velocity. That's why this stands out a bit more. Yeah, totally agree. Because, you know, he's for the last couple of years, he's been able to get away with that 90 mile per hour fastball because his 12 to 6 curve is so nasty. But if you're throwing 85 as a fastball, it gets a lot less effective and it changes up the entire pitching arsenal. Uh, all right, uh, next question. And I wrote this last night and some things have changed, but I think the question is still good. The trade deadline officially ends at 2 p.m. today. Obviously, the Blues have made a move already today. Do you think that is the final move before the deadline? What is your official prediction for the St. Louis Blues Ice Hockey Club? Well, I, I'm, Jeremy Rutherford, who is a huge fan of this program, which is also known mm-hmm. as the Pulse of Pittsburgh, Bingo. Uh, has been texting me uh, during the program. And I guess he realizes how talented I am that I can multitask. Right. Uh, and uh, with regards to uh, the Verona trade this morning with the Red Wings, uh, JR saying two notes. He missed 60 games last year because of shoulder surgery, and he spent two months in the NHL player assistance program for undisclosed reasons this year. Uh, JR said, uh, he can score, may have a reputation for not necessarily, uh, having some, uh, things that have gone his way at the early point in his career, uh, both on the ice and off the ice. But the bottom line, the blues are getting an NHL caliber forward for 2.65 million next season. And then they can decide on the future. It helps get them through what might be cap crunched turbulence next season. And then a friend of mine who uh, for a long time worked on TMA, wonderful gentleman uh, by the name of uh, Kevin Lorenz texted me. He goes, I know that this deal isn't going to be a major talking point, but this Verona trade 
could turn out to be a steal. Huge talent, speed, skill, size combo. Uh, has had some personal issues. Went to the player's assistance program. Now with a negligible cap hit and signed next year. Minimal risk, incredible possible reward. So uh, there is the analysis from JR and a longtime TMA member, the Nonling, giving their perspectives on it. With regard specifically to your question, Jackson, mm-hmm. here for part two of mm-hmm. the six shooter. Mm. Uh, I would tell you that if I had to lay down $100 on whether or not the Blues make another move here in the next, what do we have, three hours to change? Oh, God. I want them to. I want them to, but I can't let my yearnings be a reason to lose my earnings. I want to say that again. Wow. Yeah. Oh, my God. Because I want that to sink in for people who might be like, this guy's on HD two. He's a clown. No, for an hour I'm on midday HD one. Bingo. And I want this to be said once again so we can use it as a promo. I can't let my yearnings cost me my earnings. That sink in. I'd like to see that in a in an, on a welcome mat. I'm gonna put it in the Louvre. Put, yeah. That's about as good as it gets. That's about as good as it gets. I'm excited about myself again. As you should be. All right. uh, I'm going to say, yes, they do trade away defensemen. Yeah. All right. There's your official prediction. Wow. That got no reaction from you. Well, I I, I I, I just, I don't have much. I don't have, I know I don't have any predictions personally. So, you know, I, yes, sure. Great. On to the next. Uh, Here we go. Blowing me off. (laughs) I didn't mean to. If that came off like that, I apologize. All right. Here we go. Jim Bowden of The Athletic has Jordan Walker ranked five of his ten breakout predictions for the 2023 season. Is Jordan Walker the most hype and excited for prospect for this organization since Albert Pujols over 20 years ago? And if he is successful, do you think the Cardinals could build around him for many seasons to come? Wow, what a question here in the Little Piddle Six Shooter Part 3. The answer to your question is no. And I realize you're a young man and you were in your teens when this gentleman was uh, getting so much attention. But I would tell you that Oscar Tavares actually, I think, received more hype than Walker. And Albert Pujols, now there may be some revisionist history, but Albert Pujols did not have the kind of attention when he was in the minor leagues that Jordan Walker has at this point and that Oscar Tavares had before his debut, which uh, featured a home run in a rainy Saturday afternoon at Bush Stadium. Uh, Albert Pujols was a late-round pick who wound up having a huge uh, season at the minors and I think caught the Cardinals off guard. And He was a third baseman on top of that, and so much so – that uh, the Cardinals traded him, or excuse me, traded Fernando Tatis, who was kind of starting to decline. Thought process from Tony La Russa was once he got a big contract, he just kind of shut it down, put on some weight. And a major league pitcher who was very good for the Cardinals in the postseason, middle, middle reliever, by the name of Britt Reams. And therefore, at the time, the move was eye-opening because the Cardinals received a left-hander reliever who became popular, also flipped off Walt Jockety one time, uh, Steve Klein and Dustin Hermanson in exchange. 
and people are going, whoa, they traded Britt Reams and Fernando Tatis for these two guys. But the confidence was that they were going to have some production from Pools, but not to the level that they wound up getting at spring training in 2001, because as many at this point know, they weren't even going to start him until, and by that, start him with the big league club until Bobby Bonilla had a hamstring issue issue and was injured. And that's how Albert Pools got to start the season in 2001 in Denver, Colorado at Coors Field. With Jordan Walker, I think the hype is second in comparison over the last 23 years, Jackson, mm-hmm. since 2000. But sure. I would put Oscar Tavares one. Yeah. Walker continues, though, to surge in the anticipation. And uh, that's in part because of his ability on the field. And I think also as more people are seeing or hearing him do interviews, you realize he's got a real personality that could wind up making him a fan favorite in addition to his ability. Yeah, couldn't agree more. And I think another thing with Walker is you watch him when you hit it, when he hits a home run, that abbreviated follow through, it's so natural looking. Like he hits effortless bombs. He clearly looks like somebody who's going to be a dominant force for years to come. Uh, All right, fourth question. Missouri has just one regular season game remaining and then the SEC tournament. How important do you think it is for the Tigers to move up or down, depending on how you view it, their seed in the NCAA tournament? Right now, they're probably, Lenari probably has them around an eight or a nine seed. Do you think them moving down to, say, a six seed really changes their chances of cutting down the nets in April? Cutting down the nets? Well, that's the goal. That's the goal. Cutting down the nets, you're talking about, in the to get to the final four, or winning the whole damn thing, winning the whole damn thing. My God, what would you? Let me ask you this real quickly, if you don't mind my own mm-hmm. addendum to the six shooter. What would you do if you saw Missouri cutting down the nets, winning the national championship in Houston in a month? Well, I think it goes without saying. Would, first off, would you weep? Uh, there's a good chance. There's a really okay. good chance of weeping followed by probably a week-long bender. Um, but in all seriousness, w- one thing I would truly look forward to is is hugging my father, who I've watched countless Missouri basketball games, hugging my brother, who I've watched countless Missouri basketball games, hugging my friends, and uh, all coming together as one, and, and watching you know our favorite club and the team we've rooted for for years, a team who's disappointed plenty of times, cut down the nets. Yeah, that would be, that's mountaintop stuff right there. Uh, yeah, I would imagine that would be about as good as it gets for uh, for you, and I, I would imagine a hell of a lot of uh, Missouri fans as well, especially because it isn't. This one would be an incredible surprise, specifically with regards, Jackson, to um, what you uh, pose on seeding. Updated bracketology from Joey Lenardi mm-hmm. has Illinois at an eight now after their double mm-hmm. overtime win against Michigan. As Missouri also at an eight. Yeah. Uh, and that is uh, Illinois now in the Kansas bracket. So that would be in Kansas City, right. where Illinois would uh, be taking on uh, Kansas in that bracket, although the first round and second round in that bracket would most likely be Des Moines. And now they have, uh, Lenardi has Missouri number eight in the East with uh, Purdue as the number one seed. They'd be taking on Florida Atlantic. So with all of that said, I don't necessarily view the likely one seeds in the 2023 NCAA tournament as dominant as previous one seeds. So to answer your question, I don't know if it's as important as years past to get out of that 8-9 line. Right. Um, With that said... Certainly, just from a probability standpoint, the chance of a six uh, going and going deep, 
I would have to imagine is greater than an eight or nine. Although I do feel like we have seen eight or nines make some runs. Yeah. So, oh yeah. George Mason is the, uh, is the famous one. Um, uh, George Mason was an eight or nine. I think there are 12, I want to say. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but we definitely have seen, yeah. Wichita states, are, uh, UCLA eight seed a couple of years ago, they made a good run. Yeah, it doesn't. It's who gets hot at the right time. And the way I think of the NCAA tournament is, you got to beat the best teams one round or another. So if you play a one seed in the second round and you beat them, it's this. You know, you're going to have to play a, a really good team in the next round too. So it's better. Yeah, you know, I I think there's something to that. I was watching the, the thirty for thirty on the Fab Five last week for some reason. I had seen it before. It's a great one. And yeah, it is a great one. And Steve Fisher was talking about how they caught a break when that group were freshmen because they wound up dodging the team they would have played in the next round would have been a three seed. And I think like East Tennessee state or middle Tennessee state or something like that beat them. And so the fab five got what was, you know, a much higher chance against a much easier opponent that just got hot in their first game. You know, usually those double digit seeds from relatively obscure conferences, usually again, it's, you know, 80 to 90% of the time they have their great Thursday or Friday. Mm -hmm. And then, then they get dispatched with relative ease on Saturday or Sunday. Some will continue on. And we certainly saw it last year with St. Peter's, but um, it would help if you don't have to deal with a tougher opposition. Right. But yeah, there's no way you're going to win the NCAA tournament by facing a bunch of uh, Jack ponies. (laughs) And I say that with all due respect to the Jack pony community. Couldn't agree more. All right. uh, Next question. Jaguars players complained about rats infesting their locker room during last season. Since the Dome is no longer in rotation in the NFL, which stadium do you think is the worst in the NFL? I would have to think Buffalo is is live. Right. The atmosphere makes up for it, though, big time. Yeah. Um, I've, I, don't, I haven't been in the Superdome in a while. Mm-hmm. That one always struck me as kind of being, you know, it, it's a famous building right. in a perfect location but as far as the caliber of the venue itself it's it's certainly uh not particularly impressive now with the raiders no longer being in oakland that takes away the easy answer right exactly so unless i'm missing an obvious one my play would be buffalo yeah i think building alone i think buffalo is probably the right call anytime i watch a game in glendale or the arizona cardinals it does not strike me as a, a great football environment. I know it's in a wonderful location and they host a lot of Super Bowls. It just looks... Oh, FedEx Field, somebody just sent in. That's oh, a nice yeah. play. That's, that's, that's the a answer. nice play. That's Nicely done, 618. That's the answer. I think they're building and They're probably going to be building a new stadium here soon. But yeah, that one is where they have sewage leaks and stuff falling onto fans. Yeah, I'll say FedEx Field for sure. Uh, good call. All right. <clears throat> Final question. The always the end of the six shooter. Your favorite bet of the weekend. My favorite bet of the weekend is as follows. I gave you Chris Kirk last week. I will now take good care of you again. Jackson, I'm going down the golf road mm-hmm. yet again. Uh, where do you think I'm going? Uh, John Rahm to hold on. John Rahm to win the Arnold Palmer Invitational at Bay Hill. Uh, number one, he's just incredible at this moment his statistics are comparable to what tiger woods is doing just not getting near the attention and i'm not complaining about that i'm just telling you that statistically his strokes gained off the tee uh strokes gained 
approached and and also some some events he's had the, the putter working too uh that's one reason and he is tied for the lead right now and he only has five holes remaining secondarily the conditions are going to be brutal i'm currently inside today at pga national doing the show because in south florida it's windy as all hell and to the north about two hours in orlando the winds are supposed to get up to 40 plus miles an hour of gusts and so the guys who haven't teed off yet and there's a good portion of people who have not are going to be dealing with uh, incredibly difficult conditions. And so uh, that is going to be disadvantageous for half the field, and Rom is already going to be done. So you ask, what kind of return on investment can I get with your play, mm-hmm, Tim, since mm-hmm. you gave me Chris Kirk last week, and I'm going to be able to move to Huntley because of your picks in the six-shooter? Mm-hmm. Great question. I'm glad you asked. Mm-hmm. The answer is John Rahm is plus 300. Jackson, if you're interested, take a quarter of your winnings on the Chris Kirk play. Yeah and put them on John Rahm. And I know that you usually, your unit size is about $1,000. So Give or take, yeah. if you could, uh, you have, uh, you should have, I don't know, 10,000 or so you can work with and, and put uh, put whatever you're comfortable with on John Rahm and you're getting three to one on your money. There you go. Love it. Love it. Yeah, John, I mean, no one's playing better than John Rahm. Uh, over 227, the Celtics and Nets game tonight. Oh, did you hit your NBA play last weekend? No, no. Kawhi Leonard did not Uh-oh. get six and a half boards. Ugh. Well, I bet you. I bet you were hoping that wasn't brought up. Uh, I almost forgot what my play was, but then I remembered because I was watching the game and it was just it was, he was not grabbing boards. But what are they going to do? Hey, sometimes you win, sometimes you lose. If you can go sixty percent against the spread, you're profitable. All right. Now, uh, yesterday I said I would uh, put on Twitter a couple of questions to try to get a gauge on this television discussion that was a good portion of yesterday's Deep Dive Thursday. Uh, And so I'm not particularly active on Twitter, but I'll use it to get a gauge of uh, sports fans um, and ask a couple of questions. The questions I asked are the following. Have you or will you purchase MLS season pass um, as the dogs open up the season? Uh, home portion of the schedule tomorrow night uh, or are you just getting it via T-Mobile, which Mm -hmm. you get if you're a T-Mobile customer? Um, That's number one. And then number two, the question, and both of these have received 2,000 plus votes, so we have a decent sample size on it. Um, If Major League Baseball pivots to a you have to pay let's say $150 per season to watch your team Will you pay it? I have those results. I will share those results with the audience. I think I think you will be surprised by both. That's coming up next on Balloon Party. Driven by Munganess, St. Louis Acura on 101 ESPN. We're right back to the Balloon Party on the Tim McKernan Podcast. Presented by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers on 101 ESPN. Welcome back. This is Balloon Party, driven by Monganass St. Louis Acura on 101 ESPN. Tim McKernan, Jackson Burkett with you for one hour here on the program. And uh, Jackson, it is, uh, oh, I would say about uh, 32 hours away from the opener. It the sure is, opener. Am I correct on that? Is that my math? Is the math right on that? I'm really bad well, at quick way. math. You get the idea. It's coming up. And uh, I am looking forward to watching it uh, this weekend. Saturday night, 7.30 start, STL City taking on 
Charlotte. Home opener. The atmosphere. Now the forecast is a little bit better than what it had been. Yeah. I mean, we were looking at temperatures in the 20s, and this is this has shifted precipitously uh, with regards to the, the weather and uh, where things were. I mean, I don't know what happened. Uh, when we were t- looking at the forecast on Saturday, uh, excuse me, earlier in the week for Saturday, it was looking at possibilities of temperatures in the high 20s and lows in the upper 30s. And now the forecast for tomorrow, sunny, a high of 60 and a low of 33. Now, I realize it'll be nighttime, so it'll probably be in the low 40s or high 30s. But either way, at least it's not going to be in the 20s. Right. So that's a great break. Agreed. Yeah, man. So people are fired up about it. I can't wait to watch it. One of the things that we discussed yesterday were both the situations with with baseball and then also an article that's certainly getting a lot of attention in the St. Louis Post-Dispatch this morning, which is the conversation on the way that people can watch uh, the – the dogs play and that is through apple tv or you can get it without apple tv but either way you have to pay right and so we were discussing this yesterday and i wanted to get a sample on what kind of percentage of people would or have buy mls season pass Jackson, yep. we have 1,990 votes, and 63.6% of the voters said they have not and they will not be purchasing MLS season pass to watch the dogs play. Mm-hmm. Your reaction to that number, is it higher or lower than what you would have expected? Uh, the number of people who haven't bought it is lower than I anticipated. I anticipated that uh, a much higher amount of people would not have bought it. The fact that that many people have bought it is actually, I think, great news in my opinion. Yeah, the uh, the number, like I said, 63.6 no, 36.4 yes. Um, I don't, if I would have thought about it beforehand, what I would have thought I think I think that probably is higher than I would have thought. Yeah. I might have gone like in the 25-30% range. Exactly where I would have gone. Um, now this is the one that that surprised me, but when I brought up the the data on TMA this morning, everybody was way lower than what I thought. The the second question I put on Twitter was if MLB goes to a television model in which viewers will pay to watch games. As an example of a price point, approximately $150 per season for your home team, would you pay that $150 to watch your team's games? And 2,394 votes, 50.1% said no. 49.9% said yes, so essentially 50-50 on the result. Now, I think everybody on TMA thought that the number was going to be in the 20% yes range. I would have thought it would have been higher on the yes range. I'm talking substantially higher. And from my standpoint, now granted, this is just a one-off tweet, right? but it's in St. Louis. That number, that number from my standpoint is low, but you guys on TMA were saying you thought it would be in the 20s. So I gather that you think that's good that 50% of people say that they would pay for that model. 
Right. I, I, I can't think baseball. I can't imagine baseball would think that's good though. No, no. But if you would have asked me in you know this time in 2021, I would have thought the number would have been a lot higher. But has how baseball has trended over the past few years uh, brought me to what I thought would be a lower number than 50 percent. But again, 2021 or you go even further back, I didn't anticipate that number being way higher. The uh, the fifty percent number is um, is something that if you know, and again, this is this is one guy, you know, real transparently here, a bit of a godless sexual deviant mm. uh, who does HD two radio, so not necessarily uh, a real relatable on air personality. If we're right. going to be honest about it, and since right. this has been called honesty and media up until Jackson Live, the <laughs> probability of Illinois and Missouri going to the Final Four, which candidly we're still trying to recover from and also one of the people on the show having a tough time pronouncing the starting third baseman's name which is something we're trying to make people forget about right uh, it's just been a really really tough tough week for this show that if you are going to project out what the dollars would look like if 50% of baseball fans, and again, I realize that we can't necessarily operate off this number being truth, uh, would pay that 150 Baseball would have themselves a problem. Now, a number of people said, I would pay 150 if it got me all of the team's games. Mm -hmm. But if it only got me the home team's games, I'm not sure that I would do it. Uh, so that is what it gets into. And then I asked a question, and this is only on the TMA fan page on Facebook. And why don't you join? It's a wonderful place to participate in discussions. It's on Facebook, TMA fan page. Uh, it's a private group, uh, but just uh, apply and, and Jackson will get you through just as quick as he possibly can. Mm -hmm. He's on it all day long. Um, but uh, if you had, if you could, for any of the six, excuse me, seven sports listed, Pay $150, and I realize that's a higher price point than what the MLS is charging, to watch and get all of the games for this sport, which one would you pay for? And I gave seven choices. Major League Baseball, the NFL, the NBA, the NHL, MLS, college basketball, college football. What one of those seven would you spend the $150 on if it got you every single game and you had the ease with which it is? And I do think it's easy and I think it's great. I'm a big fan of this Apple TV MLS yeah, deal myself, definitely. but I know that that might put me in the minority. Which one would you take? Jackson, uh, what one? Now, this is on the TMA fan page, uh, so it doesn't have the size of the sample that Twitter would have. Uh, but to have seven choices, uh, you're limited on Twitter. The winner was MLB. Does that surprise you? Yeah, absolutely. The oh, shock good. To me. Okay. I, I what would you have? What would you have thought would win? NFL. Uh, NHL was in second place. But right. that also surprised. I would have thought NFL by a long shot because that's about a fifty percent discount that you get on NFL Sunday ticket, and you get every but you're single. You're in St. Louis, and there is a lot of you know there are a lot of people who said no, thank you to the NFL. Sure, sure. I just I I, I would have thought with the popularity and the price of Sunday ticket as it is right now, I would have thought the NFL would have won by a landslide. MLB got, uh, let's see, I think it got about 400 votes on the TMA fan page. MLB, 192 votes. Uh, NHL, 78. NFL, 48. College football, 40. MLS, 16. 
NBA 15, Jackson uh, I am 15 one of them. burners. <laughs> I, I, I and then uh, college basketball. You are one of them? That's what you voted for? You voted for that more than college basketball? Yeah, I, well, I do pay $150 a year to watch every NBA game, so I felt oh, it was authentic. Text in. I thought it was authentic of me to pick that one. I'm not going to play well. I'm just telling you. It's, well, I mean, 3.5% for Illinois, 3.5% for Missouri. I have to remind you of that. It was a really unfortunate moment. And then college basketball, three. Yeah. Well, college basketball, like almost every single game is on ESPN, so I kind of feel like we already have that. Um, mm-hmm. baseball and the NHL I actually makes a little more sense because the games are so split up across regional sports networks that if you could get in one centralized location like NBA League Pass does, then it would be you know, perfect for hockey and baseball fans. There you go. So more than half the votes came in were for Major League Baseball. It'd be wonderful if it can wind up happening. I think it will wind up happening. The question, of course, becomes how many people We'll pay for it. Had somebody asked this morning on TMA if baseball would go the a la carte route, as in, well, I know I'm not going to be home on Thursday night to watch the Cardinals play the Pirates, so I'm not going to pay for that one, but I will be home on Saturday night, and I want to watch the Cardinals play the Mets, so I'll pay $5 for that. I don't think that that would be the way that it would go down. Mm -mm. I'd be surprised. Yeah, and also, like, if the option was 150 for the entire season or $5 a game, it wouldn't make much sense. I mean, how many games are you watching is my question. If you're going to pay $5 for a single game, like I, I, I'd A, be surprised that if MLB did that because that would just hurt their pockets. And I don't know if fans would necessarily be into that. I don't know, though. I could be way off. Your thoughts are welcome. You are welcome to text in the Air Comfort Service text line 314-399-9646. Also yesterday uh, on my uh, Twitter, this was sent to me, uh, and we will play it for you in the next segment, a chant that uh, will be sung by a faction of uh, fans tomorrow night at uh, the first ever Dogs game. And it was sent, uh, I guess it's on their Twitter account. Somebody sent it to me. I will play it for you. That is coming up next here on Munganess, St. Louis Acura's presentation of Balloon Party on 101 ESPN. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. We're right back to the balloon party on the Tim McKernan podcast presented by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers on 101 ESPN. Welcome back. This is Balloon Party 101 ESPN. Tim McKernan, Action Jackson with you. Uh, and it is 1046 in St. Louis. This time check brought to you by Clarkson Jewelers. Jackson, uh, we deep teased it. This chant was uh, sent to me by someone on Twitter yesterday. Uh, do you know our, our source for this? The Floor Denoise Twitter account. That's where okay. I pulled the audio from. So that is a play on Floor de Lee. Correct. With Floor Denoise. Yep, absolutely. And this is a chant that will take place tomorrow night at City Park when the dogs take on Charlotte. Oh, All right, let's hear it.
Jackson, there it is. The yeah. title, Oh, St. Louis, is wonderful. Oh, St. Louis is wonderful. It's the home of toasted ravioli. Oh, St. Louis is wonderful. Uh, your reaction, uh, the reaction of the texters, welcome 314-399-9646. Uh, you will hear that tomorrow night as the dogs take the pitch. Jackson, your thoughts? You know, as far as soccer chants go, it is. I believe it's in line with a lot of soccer chants you would hear at, you know, in England or other MLS games. Saints go marching in as a popular chant. Just change up the lyrics. Uh, it's not my personal favorite. What is your personal favorite of all the chants? Uh, I really you like the Bulls song when they would take the floor uh, in the 1990s. And from North Carolina. Yeah, yeah, six uh, foot that six. That was the Alan Parsons project, am I correct? Uh, I don't know on that, to be honest okay. with you. I do not know. But in terms of soccer chants... Nice show prep. <laughs> I, I obviously love Liverpool doing You'll Never Walk Alone. Uh, I love Man City doing uh, Blue Moon. Uh, I, I really like some of the English chants. So when I hear something like this, I like the idea. I had the home of the toasted ravioli. We're a home of a lot more than fried appetizers, to be honest with you. But, um, you know, I, I like the effort. I think their heart's in the right place. I, it's not the execution, not perfect. But you know what? Uh, you can either, you know, be upset with it and, and hate on it, or you can just embrace and get weird. And that's what I'm going to do, Tim. I'm going to embrace and get weird. Oh my gosh! Yep, yep. That's what I've decided I'm going to do. Look at you. Now, are you going to the game tomorrow? Uh, no, I will be in the vicinity though. I, I plan on being at a at a cocktail lounge to watch the game. And I oh, think, a speakeasy. Mm-hmm, yeah. Look at George Clooney over here. Yeah. So, so where are you going? Are you not letting all the ladies know to stay behind the velvet rope? Yeah, I just don't. I don't know how packed places are going to be. I think places are going to be pretty. Oh, packed. I think places are going to be packed. Right, packed especially packed around jacked. the area of city parks. So I'm going to try to get there early. So I could give out a location, but I don't want to lie in case it's too packed for me to be comfortable there. So I don't know. I just figure you have bottle service already taken care of. That's what I thought. So well, that that's for later in the evening. That's post dub bottle service. Post dub bottle service, celebrating a win over Hotty Toddy, Good God Almighty, and then then the win by the doggies. Watch this. Defense, doggies, defense. Defense, doggies, defense. Oh, my God. Yeah. I've, I mean, it's up to you what kind of chant you want. And I'll be, I'll be honest with you. When I got in the lab and I wrote that chant, it didn't take long. <laughs> right. But that's what greatness is. Great. Jay-Z doesn't write oh, down it. any of his raps. He just does it. Uh, Jackson, please name something else St. Louis is the home of other than fried appetizers. That's from the 314. Uh, the best fans in baseball, duh. Uh, that off from the 314 does the chant even have anything about stl city in it uh i don't believe so again the lyrics oh (laughs) st louis is wonderful oh st louis is wonderful it's the home of toasted ravioli oh st louis is wonderful yeah i i I, um it says st louis and they're st louis city sc i mean do you want like a take in the middle of a chant i don't i don't truly understand the text uh, let's see what we got. Uh, well, it's not being well received in the Air Comfort <laughs> Service text line. I didn't it anticipate not, it to be. It is not being well received in the Air Comfort Service text line. Uh, that is effing terrible uh, from the 314. What the 
Hell, that is from the 314, from the 314. I am more embarrassed as a city resident by that than I am at the murder rate and violent crime. Thank you. That's from the 314. Yeah. Well. I guess I could do a Gallup poll on that. Yeah. Uh, to see what. So that one is it. That one is not necessarily taking taking shape. But you have to realize of the 22,500 plus who will be on hand tomorrow, it's a portion of the stadium that will, will have the chance you know, like right. if you were watching last week, all of the stadium in Austin wasn't participating. There are sections, there are supporters sections. I can't wait to watch. I really can't wait to watch. Yeah, absolutely. I'm so excited. I'm, I'm, I'm so excited about it. I really am. Couldn't I'm agree more. Legitimately too. excited about it. I, and and you know, I know you'll be behind the velvet rope at your speakeasy. Yep. But uh, for those who are going to be in attendance tomorrow night, should be a hell of an atmosphere. All right, we'll take a break. Come back with final segment of Balloon Party, driven by Mungin S. St. Louis Zach. You're here on 101 East. We're right back to the Balloon Party on the Tim McKernan Podcast, presented by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers on 101 ESPN. Welcome back. Final segment of Balloon Party, driven by Munganass, St. Louis Actor here on 101 ESPN. BK and Ferrario coming up at the top of the hour. And uh, the people are uh, looking forward to a wonderful sports week. And some uh, Cardinal news uh, just uh, coming in via my phone here. And I see 101 ESPN has tweeted as well. The Cardinals Media Relations Department uh, sending this out. That uh, lineup change for the Cardinals today. Uh, Juan Yepes will replace Paul Goldschmidt at first base and bat third. Uh, fun facts for no and tell for those of you who will uh, be monitoring the Cardinal spring training game. Once again, uh, Jordan Walker will be leading off, and I just enjoy getting a chance to uh, see the work that he is doing for this sure. March with the Cardinals. Uh, Jackson, outside of the Doggies, uh, tomorrow, what is intriguing you most about the upcoming weekend in sports? Go. Uh, Missouri taking a little miss, see if they can get that double bye. It, and, and to be clear, Missouri doesn't control its destiny in its entirety. Of course, they have to beat uh, Ole Miss, but they also have to get some help from one of two places, correct? Yeah, either Kentucky loses at Arkansas or Tennessee loses at Auburn and uh, Missouri win. That means they get the four seed. If both of them lose, they finish third in the SEC. There you go. Uh, so, uh, SEC tournament next week, Missouri Valley Conference tournament this week, Billikens and Dayton tonight, and ILL got a hell of a win mm-hmm. last night in double overtime, and that's why Joe Lenardi has now moved them up to an eight, and they still have uh, Lenardi in the bracketology on ESPN, still has Missouri as an eight. I would imagine you will start to peak in your excitement this time next week because Missouri will be likely be playing on Friday, and, uh, and then you'll have selection Sunday, and all bets are off this time two weeks from now when Missouri is in the NCAA tournament. We are talking about having a camera on Jackson at all times during Missouri's basketball game. I care more about your handling of Missouri's performance in the NCAA tournament than I do about anybody else's, Jackson, including, I I think, Dennis Gates. Yeah, well, I appreciate that. Yeah, I think it'll be fun to see. I think people will get a real view into how crazy I am when it comes to uh, Missouri hoop rock. Well, the man's passionate. I respect the passion. Uh, Tim, the only chant I'll be yelling at the dogs game tomorrow is this one. Defense, defense, doggies, defense, 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 doggies, defense. 
Boy, so good. It's so gonna, good. That, that building, that building's gonna be rocking when people start chanting. It's killing. defense, doggies, defense, defense, doggies, defense. All right, uh, time for us to shut it down. BK and Ferrario are coming up next. Have a wonderful weekend. Looking forward to the festivities all over St. Louis this coming weekend in sports. We will be back Monday for Action Jackson. I am Tim McKernan. This has been Munganas presentation of Balloon Party on 101 ESPN. You've been listening to the Balloon Party on the Tim McKernan Podcast. Presented by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers on 101 ESPN.